Hello everyone and welcome to History Causes and Effect. I'm your host, Sam Bajadi. With me is your other host, Justin Day. Bonjour. Today we're going to be discussing the question of what were the causes that led up to the French Revolution from 1789 to 1799, as well as the Reign of Terror. We chose this topic for today because the Tale of Two Cities takes place before and during the Revolution, making the research of this podcast extremely useful for people who want to understand the situations in the book. Now let's begin, shall we? Alright, so most revolutions began with bad rulers. So first, let's start with the leaders of France during the French Revolution. King Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette. Though Marie's section will be brief since Louis' actions had much more of an impact. First on the cutting block, King Louis. King Louis became king when his father, King Louis XV, passed away in 1774. Louis was known for his outrageous military conquests, which both the nobles and the peasants strongly disliked, as a further increase to the already heavy taxation France ordered. How heavy? Well, just the amount of salt tax was so big that failure to pay that tax led to 3,400 people being imprisoned each year. The taxation was necessary, though, due to the state of France at the time. Due to Louis XIV and Louis XV, France was in great debt when our Louis ascended to the throne. It didn't help that he became very active in France's foreign policy, trying to re-establish the country as a great colonial power by providing the American colonists with financial aid in their battle for independence against Great Britain in 1778. Although the support did lead to American victory, the heavy financial assistance led Louis' financial minister, Jacques Necker, to attempt to levy new taxes on the nobility. Now, obviously, this did not go over too well with the aristocrats and the parliament, as they ended up forcing Louis to dismiss Necker and abandon the new tax in 1781. Using this momentum and new drive from their victory, French nobles continued to deny the government's attempts to tax them. Eventually, the financial crash led to the crowds in Paris protesting the heavy taxes and the extravagant ways that the government was spending that tax money. You can thank Marie Antoinette for most of that. Queen Marie was known for her extravagant lifestyle as she flogged money for exotic dresses hair, and makeup to achieve her apex of beauty. It said that she was always subjected to public scorn for her perceived haughtiness. Marie Antoinette became the symbol of royal immorality and extravagance. With all of this shopping, the money had to come from somewhere, and wouldn't you know it, it came out of the tax money collected from the commoners. Not a very good thing to do, especially when your country is already deep in debt. I can also imagine Queen Mary prancing around some shopping square and pointing and yelling, I want that, to every item in the stores. Anyways, yeah, the taxation was heavy, and most of it was being spent on government leisure anyways. The people were not happy. The only way to resolve this crisis, however, would be to tax the wealthy nobles, who still clung to their money and refused to accept any solution along those lines. The impasse led to the meeting of the Estates General, a group who hadn't met in 175 years. This group consisted of three chambers, the nobility, the clergy, and the third estate. Composed of middle class and common people, which believe that men are born and remain free and equal in rights, which that statement is also specifically stated in their own Declaration of Rights of Men and Citizen. The third estate seized initiative and declared itself the French National Assembly, representing a majority of France. When Louis made the mistake of trying to disband the assembly, they captured the royal family and stormed the fortified prison known as Bastille. This marked the beginning of the revolution that would end up killing Louis, Marie, and countless others. Both Louis and Mary were executed at the guillotine, a very popular method during the Reign of Terror, which brings us to our next topic, the most violent era of this revolution, the Reign of Terror, as you probably already guessed. Lasting from September 5th, 1793 to July 28th, 1794, this cruel period of 11 months resulted in the death of thousands, and most of the people who were executed were not aristocrats and priests, but rather workers and peasants. Why were they slaughtered? Simply, simply for not being part of the revolution common belief, I guess you could call it. 
was that if you weren't with the French Revolution, you were against it. During this time, there are three major groups working to change the government. There are the radical revolutionists led by Jacques Herbert trying to, to de-Christianize France, aka getting rid of the barons. On a somewhat calmer side, there are the indulgence, led by Georges Danton. This group wasn't so radical in everything as they simply wanted to overthrow monarchy and give the power back to the people. These groups were eliminated as the third group, the Committee of Public Safety, massacred both their organizations. These two major groups practically eliminated. The committee now had absolute power over the law, changing things such as the right to a public trial to a choice made by the jury between acquittal, which is not guilty, or death. The reign of terror was terminated by the execution of the revolution's leader, Maximilian Robespierre, who joined the still lifeless bodies of the guilty and innocent whom he and his advisors, advisors had accused. Okay, on that note, let's recap what we just discussed. In short... A major cause of the French Revolution was the high taxes on the people to compensate for France's debt. Extravagant spending of tax money by the government and the nobility being exempt from most taxes were also major factors. We also established that the start of the revolution was when Louis tried to overuse his godlike powers as king, which also led to the royal family being kidnapped and held for his execution. Finally, one major effect slash event of the revolution was the reign of terror, a bloody 11-month period of thousands of executions. I think that covers about everything, right? Almost. We still have to find connections. The book, A Tale of Two Cities, captures these details in all their glory, since the book took place during the French Revolution. In modern day, events similar to the French Revolution still occur, such as the Egyptian Revolution, which was meant for the stepping down of 30-year rule of Egypt's president, Hosni Mubarak. His acts of oppression were morbid, as his opposition was murdered for not supporting him. And that's about everything. This has been History, Causes and Effects with Sam Bajada and Justin Dang. Thank you for listening.